It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Right, good evening everybody. It's Baron Cross and Jamie Lewis again at LM Road. And as you can tell by the looks on our faces, it's been a particularly good evening here in, the, in West Yorkshire. Leeds United are back on top of the championship. A 2-1 win over Swansea City tonight and it should have been much more comfortable than that. Joe, um, I mean we said pre-match that, um, or I said pre-match that that's the sort of performance I wanted, you know, I was just a bit, you know, just as an individual quite fed up with just a few fairly mediocre performances and, and just not quite hitting top gear and falling behind, not scoring first and tonight just had everything really. I hit the front fairly early on and just looked pretty much in control the whole way until sort of a nervy last 15 minutes or so, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you, um, yeah, you were a bit jaded, I thought, before kick-off, Baron. You were... Um, Weary. A bit, bit sort of uh, doom and gloom after uh, yeah. after, after recent results. which a horrible and it, few weeks. It, it was, you know, a, a poor run of results. Um, you know, the, the, the late point was good against Borough, but um, they needed to get back to winning ways tonight. And we were saying before the game, they, they need to... Um, Sort of take advantage of these these positive spells they have. Like they started well against Borough at the, week, mm. at the weekend, and they did so again today. They they were on the front foot at the start, and uh, they got that all important first goal, which they haven't got. Uh, I think it's only one in the last eight games where they scored the first goal. Uh, but upsets birthday boy Pontus Janssen. Um, this is 20 minutes in, wasn't it? Twentieth minute. Um, yeah, so that ticks that narrative box. Uh, there's there's plenty of subplots going on tonight. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, and it was just so important to get that first goal, and they yeah, did. Just the confidence was, came oozing back, didn't it? Because yeah, I think when we when we seen them go behind, you know, they've they been playing drops. really good stuff before, but they go behind often to individual errors, which something Bielsa has spoken about recently. But um, yeah, they, they were they were back on it um, straight away after the goal, dominating again. The next goal came 15 minutes later. Jack Harrison, um, he he scored two nil, and and these were cruising. They were, they were everything was was clicking for them really in that first half. Um, Lots of good and excellent individual performances, I thought. Um, Calvin Phillips and uh, Pablo Hernandez, who's just walking past us here, actually. Um, I thought they were both excellent in the first half. Um, and yeah, I think everything everything just went right. Um, and they, and they just, deserved just the lead. Just admiring the Spanish speakers, uh, Kiko and, <laughs> uh, and, and Pablo walking off with, uh, with the honorary Spaniard, Gianni Alioski, <laughs> who it's clear by now is a very very good Spanish speaker because he was always hanging around with Saiz and Hernandez and now, uh, now they're with Kiko as well so they might be going for a, a slap up tapas meal all smiles they are which is, uh, which is good to see as well yeah, yeah. so um, so the evening started uh, with the team news as ever mm. fairly uh, low octane because we knew the team already <laughs> yeah we were no surprises had, there had named the team as ever on Thursday in the press conference so that was as described Jordan Stevens was the, the surprise or new name if you like on the bench in place for, yeah. for Jack Clark of course um, and yeah, they just they just started really well, as Joe said there. Um, Janssen scored in the 20th minute, but for that opening 20 minutes, they were very, very, very good, I suppose. I mean, they, mm. Mulder didn't have a lot to do, I think, if we're being honest. Leeds were certainly in control. They were camped in Swansea's half without really finding that opening. But yeah. you felt like it was coming in. Like Joe said, they needed that goal just to really sort of justify the start they had and to make the most of that. Because as we know in the Championship, you're only one passage of play away from, from the momentum changing and Swansea suddenly coming all over them so um, Swansea sort of they just couldn't really get stuck in could they I no, mean it was they were chasing shadows it was a really half. really impressive first half Lee, um, Swansea were all at sea 
Um, and I, I said to Joe, you know, on a few occasions, it was just one of those nights where everything was going Leeds' way. You know, every neat pass or flick or trick was 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 going the way they wanted it to. Swansea mm. passes were going astray. They were being intercepted very easily. They weren't pressing Leeds at all. Janssen and Cooper had an age yeah. of, of time on the ball. Every time they were just passing it between themselves until they they waited for one of the fullbacks to get on. That really surprised me as well because we, we've seen the teams that have done well against Leeds, such as Norwich. They, they would really come and press on mm. on, on the centre backs. You know, mm. start this pressing at the front. But there was no evidence of that at all today, mm. and it just gave Leeds that that time to build these attacks from the back, and and as we said, everything came off that every sort of yeah. risky pass. Risk was something Bielsa spoke about a lot pre-match uh, in his press conference yesterday. Every every risk came off really in that first half. One of the subplots was of course Daniel James, and uh-huh. uh, quite early on uh, pre-match when his name was announced, uh, there was some sort of jeering and cheering. You know, there was nothing particularly too malicious for Dan James. It was no, all no, in sort no of good spirits and. Mm. And very sort of light-hearted, and I think you know it's it's the worst-kept secret in football that Daniel yeah. James was was here at Ellen Road, ready to complete a transfer on deadline day, and Hugh Jenkins put an end to it, and and all the Leeds fans, of course, let him know that, and I think yeah, um, you're Leeds, and you know you yeah, are, yeah, you're Leeds, and you know you are, all this sort of stuff, <laughs> and um, he didn't have a great game to play with Dan James. I mean, no. it, it would be um, too reductive to say that it was all because of the chance and because of the the narrative but you know you like to think that may have had some kind of impact on on his game because mm. went up against Luke Ayling didn't really cause Ayling too many issues and James was one of those whose passes were constantly intercepted um, clattered by Janssen a few times mm. really went missing really at times during the game the work rate didn't drop off you know he was working hard and I think he knew that it, it was there for the world to see that he wasn't having the greatest game at the, the one place he'd have wanted to yeah so that was one narrative um Definitely have a, a quick word about Harrison's goal. Really nicely worked goal. Ailing, um, who of course has had a, a lot of stick over the past few weeks, really, not just the past week, um, the past few weeks, really. So Ailing stroking forward here along this this right flank, a lovely crossfield ball onto the far side there, where Ali Oscar was waiting on the left hand touch line. He bombed on forward uh, and, and whipped a, a devilish ball into into the near post. Uh, at this end in front of the south stand and Harrison there just flicked a boot at it I mean it was so effortless it looked to me like it might have been an own goal it seemed to sort of take the faintest of flicks but it was enough to um, to deceive Irvin uh, Mulder so Harrison's goal does deserve a bit of credit and I'm sure a lot of you will be seeking out the highlights already to go and find those absolutely yeah um, so that was the first half um, mm. as we say Leeds are very much in control and got the two goal lead that we've all been craving for I was certainly craving it pre-match just to have something to show for the, for the dominance and just to take the pressure off a little bit and just to remind us all that this Leeds team are very, very impressive on their day mm. and a lot of their performances have not got the results they've deserved. Um, and then, of course, news was filtering through from uh, Deepdale and I'm yeah. sure Joe can, uh, can happily fill you in with what's happened at Deepdale if you haven't already seen. Yeah, that's right. Um, obviously, that was the, the other game that a lot of Leeds fans were, were keeping an eye on and uh, early doors, uh, Preston, who've been in very good form actually of late, they've, uh, they've, they've put together some really impressive results. And uh, they kept that up. They went, they went up early against Norwich, uh, 1-0. Um, and the goals kept coming. They, they ended up winning 3-1. Um, so that's excellent, really. I, I don't think too many Leeds fans were, were expecting probably uh, Norwich mm. to drop points tonight. I'd say Preston have been, have been on a good run recently. But for, for a team that's top of the league, I think uh, Norwich would have wanted to have gone there and got something. But yeah, 3-1 losers there. Um, so that obviously combined with Leeds' win tonight means um, back at the top of the table, which um, amazing. is excellent, especially given that Leeds have got 10 days without a game now. Um, Isn't it amazing how, how, how quickly your, um, your opinion on things changes? I mean, the short-termism, mm. and we're guilty of it as well, but the short-termism in football generally is, is, is quite funny because, you know, 
obviously the Norwich loss was was really the, the Dadir, the yeah. sort of the, the real low point, and then of course just the point at Middlesbrough. You quite easily forget that a point away anywhere is a good point in the championship, let alone at, at stoic Middlesbrough. <laughs> Um, and then all of a sudden Leeds are back on top after one win and, and, and suddenly Norwich don't look um, uh, flawless or imperial that's it, or yeah, invincible is what I'm looking for I think a lot of people yeah, were looking as well at Norwich's run that's coming up they, they, they see Preston as a winnable game Wigan as a winnable game Operations manager Matt Grice <laughs> singing to, to Pontus Janssen on the pitch lovely stuff uh, and a lot of people in good moods here <laughs> Um, but yeah, as we're saying, um, Norwich again—they they don't look as invincible. This looked like a very favourable run of games they were on, but um, yeah, they've, they've dropped three points tonight. Um, and as well, we're, we're one game close to the end of the season now, as well, which um, we're going to start ticking those games off now. Really, 14 games left. Maybe the one thing that sums up how good the first half performance was that we didn't have any half-time changes, which is mm, it's, it's, first time which in a while. Is, is becoming the sort of exception to the rule. Really, not having changes at half-time, so that mm-hmm. says it all. Really. I think it's important to mention that players who are normally on the periphery of these things, you know, players who are normally considered not quite as important, Harrison, Ailing, Alioski, players who have been dug out in the past, you know, they were pretty good tonight. And I think in my ratings, um, uh, I said Ailing, actually, Hernandez actually got the best out of Ailing. I mean, if you think all the way back to Norwich away in August, Bielsa famously said that Hernandez actually raised everybody else's level. You know, that's how good Hernandez was. He actually raised the whole team and I really felt he got the best out of Aileen tonight he was he was a perfect partner for Aileen down that right flank yeah. and really made him look good you know, gave him the right passes um, made himself available for the right passes from Ailing. so I think they really got on well tonight and as we skim through the second half um, McBurney obviously came on as you'd expect mm. roundly booed unlike Absolutely. James were, it was malice yeah. you know after the way McBurney has acted on Twitter in recent weeks clearly quite keen to cut any ties or <laughs> links with, with Leeds United and um, of course he had to get the consolation he did yeah and it was um, well, there was what, about four minutes left was it was there? late on, um, yeah, late on, late on. Um, a penalty um, not seen it back yet but what we did see it looked um, like quite a poor challenge from Ailing. obviously we've just been um, <laughs> singing Ailing's praises somewhat um, recently so there's uh, all sorts going on there balls of mineral water BBC Leeds fellas are chucking <laughs> bottles of water onto the pitch for Andy Cousins don't worry nothing, nothing malicious um but yeah, so Ailing um, gave away the penalty. Fairly unnecessary, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, a challenge that he probably didn't need to make in the position he was in. Um, McBurney steps up, obviously tucks the penalty away. And it was a bit of a crazy uh, last sort of five minutes. Four minutes of stoppage time went up. I think he played um, a bit longer than that. He played, um, played near a six. Yeah, there was a very, very and nervy last few minutes and the fans were not happy at all with how long uh, the referee was playing yeah. on there. Definitely into the 95th or 6th minute by the end. Uh, and yeah, obviously Swansea are going to throw the kitchen sink at everything. Um, McBurney certainly changed things, didn't he? He did make he did, an impact. Yeah, he as comfortable impact. as Leeds were before that. Yeah, that's right. And um, obviously, I think a lot of Swansea fans were frustrated he didn't start. But um, we heard from Graham Potter after the game. He said um, he's been ill, he's been poorly, coughing up all kinds of stuff, he said. Uh, and he's actually on antibiotics, so he did sort of say... Did well to play what he did. Yeah, he obviously, he wouldn't have managed the full game. And, and Potter said on, on, you know, sort of like the human side, like, you know, for, for his long-term health, he didn't want to put him in there. So... Um, yeah, perhaps, perhaps Leeds have been slightly fortunate there that uh, McBurney wasn't able to play the full game, but um, they were able to see it out. A few nervous moments, um, you know, high balls going into the box, but, um, but Leeds dealt with everything. Um, and while, I think while we'll talk about the, the defence, um, shout out to, to Pontus Janssen, who, uh, who did score the, the opener today. I thought he, he was excellent. Um, he, he was everywhere. He was all over the pitch. Mm. Um, so many huge tackles in there. Um, a couple at the end as well. 
he'd, he'd take the tackle, he'd, he'd, he'd launch forward. He, he seems to be everywhere tonight. Read the game really well tonight. Yeah, I thought I thought he was excellent. Um, certainly, certainly one of the best players. But there was a lot of good players. Okay, that's uh, that's Victor Orta. You can hear screaming into a mobile phone. <laughs> if anyone. Um, Spanish listening is here. You might be able to <laughs> tell us what he said just there. But um, right, so there's a lot of happy if, people here. <laughs> if any of you heard that, as Joe said, that that was Leeds United's director of football, Victor Orta, leaning over a banister and screaming into the mouthpiece of his mobile phone. <laughs> I've got no idea if he's delighted, if he's celebrating, if he's angry. Honestly, oh, he's happy. He's no happy. Idea. Is he happy? Is, he's there, happy? is there a faint grin on that face? He leads the top of the league. Of course, he's happy. Bizarre. <laughs> I can't wait to watch that back later. That was deafening. Um, he's a character, Victor. He is a character. Before we come on to your comments, yeah, like Joe says, Janssen, phenomenal. Cooper, phenomenal. Phillips was my man of the match. Uh, pleased to see a lot of you on Twitter agreed. Mm. Um, a lot of love out there for Calvin tonight. I just thought he was absolutely formidable. Read the game beautifully. Passing was fantastic. Snuffed out, sorry, crushed any Swansea counter-attacks. Just read the game so, so well. Um, really impressive for him tonight. And I felt he was had a middling performance on Saturday. I, I certainly blamed him for the Lewis wing goal. So it was really good to see him back in, mm. I mean, 9 out of 10 form in my book. And I also like Roof as well. Um, we will yeah. come on to your comments. We're going to leave you all waiting too long. But Kamar Roof did impress me. Maybe one of you's mentioned him. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's Richard Johnston. Marching on together with top of the lead. Evening, lads. Evening, Richard. Jason Barnard marching on together. Marcus May. Very important win tonight. Also glad Norwich slipped up. Cheers, Preston. I think there'll be a bit of that this season, won't they? Thanking other teams yeah. for the results. Of course, uh, Leeds head over to Deepdale in the not too distant future. So not an easy place to go. Hopefully Very pre- good at home, Preston. Hopefully they're having their run now and, and they did play <laughs> it. That's uh, what we'll say there. Johnny Reynard, Good win tonight for the boys. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of these comments are very similar. Paul Took, fantastic result. Alan Campion played well tonight Darren Jarvis Pintos I don't know what that means I reckon he means Pontus perhaps or Pintos also correct (laughs) Tim Green great win lads Pontus Cooper brilliant in defence Phillips great central defence midfielder great three Mm. points thought Harrison played well tonight yeah Harrison Mm. is is certainly we we spoke to Jack Harrison post-match actually so we'll bring you some of his comments uh, later tonight and tomorrow Um, he of course is is normally one of those that does get subbed at half-time um, for not making the right sort of impact, I would agree that he's he's very inconsistent. You know, you never give him the same mark out of ten each game. He's either an eight out of ten or a six. Mm. Ironically, tonight he was a seven. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think solid again. I mean, he got the goal, but I don't like to let goals influence my ratings too much. It was you know flicking a foot at a great Alioski cross. Solid enough, like I say, track back well with Alioski really helps Alioski out because, of course, mm. you know, obviously Alioski's natural inclination is going to be to attack. But yeah, Harrison, Harrison, solid enough. Uh, Peter Matley, let's face it, we destroyed them. It's a shame Bamford didn't score. Yeah, Bamford, Bamford, solid enough tonight. Despite, yeah, I thought, despite the fact there was no goal, I thought Bamford really grew into the game tonight. Uh, obviously, his first league home start here at Ellen Road, and. Um, Again, it's we've 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 seen the problem in recent weeks being sort of how how isolated the front man is. Um, Roof struggled to get into the last few games when he when he's played up there. But yeah, Bamford, as the game went on, I thought his influence really grew. Um, and in your comment there as well, um, Peter, on on destroying them, that's something sort of Bielsa picked up on really. His his main takeaway in the post match press conference was that um, he couldn't really believe that they only won that game by one goal. Yeah, which. Um, you know, which 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 kind of sings with what he's been saying all season about you know, mm, being wasteful in front of yeah, goal. Yeah, that I mean, Roof himself yeah. had two or three chances to score. He did. Yeah, yeah. 
Paul Took, nice to see a well out, a, a well out, a mm -hmm. sellout on a Wednesday night. Absolutely, there's going to be um, lots more sellouts, I think. Narudol Fetcherat, I'm really sorry, Narudol, but I can't understand. That's in a, it's in a font I don't recognise yeah. or a, a language I don't recognise <laughs> at think, least. I think it's a, a language we don't speak, Baron. Uh, Gilbert Fenwick. Great name, Gilbert. Great performance. Thought Bamford played very well, as yeah. did all 11. We've discussed yeah. Bamford. John Gunn, top of the league. There's Nerudol again. Sorry, Nerudol, not getting that. <laughs> Use Google Translate. Tommy Johansson. Shackleton looked like a million dollars in the midfield when he came on. What a pace. You, I think you saw a bit more Shackleton than I did, but yeah. did, did you get much from Shackleton in 15 minutes? Yeah, I, I thought it was a really positive um, cameo. Uh, we've seen more of him at right back this year, but um, last year uh, we, we saw him quite a lot, both of us, in the, in the under-23s mm. when he was playing in that central midfield role. because so he replaced uh, Klitsch tonight for the, uh, for the final quarter of an hour. Yeah, um, really good, actually. I, th I thought it was very positive, full of energy, um, very, very good on the ball. The yeah, box. he did. He was, he was getting into the box. Um, you know, he's, he's got this energy. Um, a lovely, sort of, really elegant player to watch. He's, you know, mm, he's only small. Glides. He's got that low centre of gravity, but he, he just glides. Um, I, I think he's got a really big future at this club, James Shackleton. So yeah, hopefully we'll we'll see a bit more of him. I think Darren Jarvis has got there eventually. Pontus Magic tonight. Yeah, we'll Matthew about him. Abbott. Yep. What a blank result. Squad looked decent tonight. <laughs> decent, yeah. I thought everybody, yeah, I thought everybody pulled their weight tonight. <laughs> Nobody stood out as as not sh yeah, as shirking no, their, no uh, their influence. Scott Reese, uh, brilliant performance. Liam Cooper is class. Verdict still mm. out on Ailing at the moment. Maybe Alioski. Yeah, I got a mm. bit of stick for giving Ailing a seven. Still, obviously, a few people out there who want to see a bit more from him. I thought, by comparison to recent weeks, he looked looked pretty solid. Any thoughts on Ailing? Yeah, um, what I was going to say is, um, I thought the 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 crowd here, the fans were uh, were really good. They were they were really um, getting behind Ailing tonight. You know, he probably he would admit himself he's you know on, on a tough run of form. Bielsa said his level had dipped yesterday when we spoke to him, but the fans were were really quick to sing his name at the start of both halves during the game. So, you know, hopefully he's he's, he's repaying that faith that the fans are showing him. Wow, Matthew Abbott is, uh, is sticking his neck out. I know it's mm. far from it, but uh, are there news on Harrison from Leeds, from being Leeds permanently? Absolutely not. No, nothing of that nature. Yeah. Um, to be honest, on a, you know, in my opinion, I don't think Harrison's has probably done enough to justify a permanent deal. To be honest, especially if we're looking at Premier League football. Mm. Uh, John Bunnies Hughes, Phillips faultless tonight. Yeah, any adjective under the sun for Phillips tonight? Yeah, um, Beachy Silo James marching together from British forces in Brunei. Oh, Hello, Beachy. Hi, Thank guys. you for joining us, sir. Yeah, we've enjoyed stuff. our coverage tonight. Uh, Pete Benson, no sign of the Bielsa fatigue nonsense tonight. No, and I think that is something that has been mentioned uh, by yeah. Bielsa that they, they are continuing. They're, they're running actually more and more in each game. Mm. So. No, you're quite right. Again tonight, ran really well, looked really energetic, and I think mm. Swansea allowed them to as well. Swansea really weren't at it tonight, especially before McBurney came on, and they had so much space just to, to weave their magic and, and run around and, and, and use that space that they had. Uh, Alan O'Brien, great win. If Carlsberg did Wednesday night's football results, tonight was that. Yeah, Sheffield United won, didn't they? Um, yeah, that's that's the only thing. But then Middles were lost, didn't they? So because uh, yeah, they were did, playing yeah. them. So one less team. You know, one, one team. One team did drop points. Uh, Mark Kershaw, great game. March on together, back to the top we go. Yeah. Julian Fitton looked brilliant first half. Mm -hmm. Denise Mills, great win, lads. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Denise. Uh, Dale O.C. Phillips, immense again. And yeah. I thought we should have sold him at the end of last Ooh. season. Now he's my favourite player. Credit to you, Calvin. Keep fighting. I think, yeah, he's one of the stories of the season, Calvin, I think. Yeah, just, just the, the improvement. Me, yeah. um, you know the, the role he played today, that, that position. Um, you know he's, he's been a player transform this year, and you know long may it continue. 
Liam Cooper just departing yeah. us there with his uh, with his partner or sister. I'm assuming it's his partner. Matthew Abbott, decent crowd for a Wednesday, 34k. And Mark yeah, Kershaw then elaborates, 34,044. Correct, Mark. Yeah. Naturally, Swansea not bringing too many, which is understandable on on a weekday night. But Leeds went away to Swansea on a weekday night, and they had a lot more than uh, than Swansea had here tonight. Of course. Uh, Jason Hussein, good evening, boys. Watching from Newcastle upon Tyne. I thought Bamford played well, and Pontus was my most valuable player. Good job, and thank you guys for this wonderful presentation. Cheers, mate. Thank you. It's just a phone. It's just a phone, <laughs> Jason. We'll take the praise, but um, we're just using a phone. Peter Matley, all these people moaning when we are still top two. We are as good as anyone on the day. I don't think too many people are moaning tonight. Certainly, no, judging by quite your comments, tonight. I think Ailing again is getting a bit of digging, but I mean, apart yeah. from that, everybody's quite positive. Yeah. Um, one day you'll have to do an interview with a player on a live, Matthew Abbott. Um, I think we'd be pushing our luck if we got that. There's, um, when we do the player interviews, it's, it's a complete free-for-all, so it's not a one-on-one. Yeah. Harrison, for instance, tonight was was interviewed by three or four of us in a, in a huddle, mm. so it would be a little bit invasive to um, to make that a Facebook Live, especially with just the two of us on camera. Um, Dale Reynolds drove up from Swansea with a car full of jacks. They're getting grief all the way home. <laughs> Good dedication, Dale. Yeah. Fair play, mate, for but coming you, all the yeah. way from uh, from Swansea as a Leeds fan. But yeah, mate, the most of your journey. Enjoy it. Absolutely. Marcus May, go on, Victor. Oh, yeah, that was, yep. um, that was very, very funny. Very bizarre. <laughs> Colin Warrington, Leeds, pure class. Fans, second to none. Fans were great tonight. I think they were, they were, they were excellent. Yeah, really good, yeah, especially first yeah. half, singing the, singing the Wacko song. The, the Wacko was superb, actually. Yeah, yeah that really kept going. Really yeah. sort of just kept the noise going, even in sort of the flat moments on the pitch. Yeah. Darren Jarvis, Weldon Vic, yeah, he's heard him as well. <laughs> Philip Daniel, great to be top again. Closing the gap on goal difference could be a major right. factor on placings. Thoughts? Yeah, well, I mean, it's only one goal better tonight. That's that's the, the least you can improve your goal difference uh, yeah, by winning. You know, it's wasn't um, it the day that of the top four sides, Leeds are actually got Leeds the, are slipping the, behind. Four tonight had the worst goal difference. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. There's, there's not Leeds haven't really had too many big wins considering the, no. the attacking football they play, but um, a lot of two goal winning margins. Yeah, but the uh, well. It's about getting points on the board. I think that's that's the aim rather than relying on goal difference. Right, we'll rattle through here. Now. Yeah, any any, any questions, we'll, we'll dig them out. A lot of comments saying there's similar things. Um, yeah. Phillips getting praise. Bamford getting a bit of praise. <laughs> um, Mick Bailey, I believe that's 15 wins from 15 when we score first. No, that's absolutely right. I've seen a stat tonight on Twitter. Every time yeah. Leeds have scored first this year, they've won. So important. And convincingly mm. normally. Yeah. Um, Roof and Bamford swap every 10 and boom. I thought they were linked up well again tonight. They Bamford did. and Roof. Roof really finding his, his, his groove in that, in that deeper position. Yeah, real, um, real, real sort of promise in their little partnership they're building up there. Matt Millington, our, our, our colleague at Leeds yeah, Live. Uh, Pontus and Phillips, Sean. Thought Bamford was better than Roof. No goal but put in a shift. Yeah, I agree with you. I yeah. think Bamford, I gave him a bit of credit. He didn't get the goal tonight, but spent half the match on the deck. He was getting booted into the air by the Swansea defenders. Really he had um, he had that sort of role where, because he was the lone striker, he, he had always had two or three players on him, which is why he didn't really get a sniff in the, in the box. But but that, of course, then drew, sort of drew defenders away mm-hmm. from other players and gave them space. But I agree. And, and, and I made the point, isn't it nice that we've now found a way to get Ruth and Bamford in the team? How yeah. confident do you feel going into a match knowing you've got a player of Bamford's quality in the eleven, yeah. along with Roof, who's your leading scorer this just year. Just feels, yeah. just feels really important, and this, this is kind of what we've waited for since yeah. the summer. You know, since Bamford was signed and then had to sit on the bench for a bit, we've That's waited it. for this run of Bamford being in the side and being a nuisance and you know, having another goal scorer on the pitch, basically. Yeah, it's credit for Bielsa making it work. Uh, one thing I'm going to say as well is um, we didn't see Izzy Brown again tonight. That's um, yeah. we were saying before the game when Izzy Brown was warming up. Perhaps tonight's the night. You know, if, if they're winning late on, probably they'll put him on, but. 
but yeah, still, still the wait goes on for Izzy's debut. Yeah, I, I do wonder if maybe he just Bielsa has made it clear on a few times that he, he does not take risks with injuries. I think yeah. he still knows that Izzy is still sort of waiting for for that real hard match fitness, and and I think in a, in a game when they're winning, yeah. Maybe he felt they didn't want to trick him on, but then the counter argument is they were losing on Saturday and didn't put him on. So when are you going to put Izzy on? Yeah. Ten day break, obviously coming up. Perhaps he'll uh, he'll play certainly play twenty three. Monday, I think get... maybe two or three of them might play Berardi in Dallas. Douglas yeah. maybe for sure. That's it. Yeah. So um, so yeah, we I dare say uh, Izzy Brown's time will come. Um, we'll wrap up on this one from John Catling. Yeah, he asks if there's any news on Jack Clark. Now um, I was in the the post match press conference with Bielsa, and um, he gave he gave his press conference. He's really um, jovial form actually. Bielsa tonight, he was uh, all smiles, as as happy as we've seen him in a while, which was uh, really good to see. But um, at, at the end, final question, he, he was asked about Jack Clark and he said yes, I was, I was going to talk about this once the question's finished actually. Um, he said that they wanted to dedicate the win to Jack Clark tonight, uh, that they felt he, he deserved that. Nice um, touch. Which was, yeah, really, really classy, um, the fact that Bielsa was going to sort of say that off his own back without any questions. Um, again, he, he was quizzed on sort of, you know, when can we expect him to play after, after these 10 day break, will he be ready? Um, pretty non-committally, he just sort of said they're, they're going to give him all the time he needs to recover. But um, Certainly from what he said and what all his teammates have been saying, uh, Jack certainly looks all right. He looks, he looks well by the sounds of it, He's, you know. Um, but I think when anything like this happens, you, know, you are going to do all these tests and you're going to see what happens. So, um, so yeah, hopefully um, next time we talk to Bielsa, it's going to be a little while now, but we'll, we'll, we should find out more there. Right, we'll wrap it up there, guys. Right. Thank you for joining us. Lots of work to get on with, but Leeds United 2, Swansea City 1, and the Whites are back on top. 10-day break now, so... Um, Leeds may well drop drop again in the in the league, but but don't worry, we've all got to play forty six games. It's a forty six game season. We're, we're one game closer to the finish line as well, and Leeds are back top, <laughs> so that's all right. So we will be live again, I'm sure, at some stage before the Bolton game in ten days' time. So we're going to have Bielsa's presser sort of this time next week, um, uh, next Thursday. We'll have the twenty threes on Monday, so uh, we yeah, may we'll, well be live well, there or we'll not. But at some point, it's... we'll uh, we'll drop in live and, yeah, and catch up with you all, and maybe do a Q and A of some description. But for now, we'll wrap it up and uh, enjoy being top of the league.